Welcome to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Bussey. I've lost over 80 pounds and kept it off for years now. I was a professional at losing weight and then gaining it all back and then some over decades and decades. I finally figured out how to have peace around food, the scale, and my body, and I have 100% confidence that this struggle has ended for me in a complete victory. I'll provide all my tips and tricks as well as solid strategies and tools for you to consider and then implement for you to finally put this issue behind you forever. These strategies will work for whatever struggle you're facing, whether it's with your weight or any pain point. So stay with me, even if you've never had an issue with your weight. Let me make it abundantly clear that I am in no way a medical professional or registered dietitian, so please consult one or the other if you have any specific medical or dietary needs, but... If you know for sure that this battle is not meant for you at all, but you're wondering how to finally escape and get out of the diet cycle and mentality, please have a listen. I'm ready to share all the things I was missing and all the mistakes I made so you can learn from my failures and get yourself some traction, take action, and then ride the wave of momentum right along with me. Basically, I'll show you how I won so you can too. Let's go. Well, hello, my friends. How are you doing today? I am doing exceptionally well, feeling well rested and ready to record another podcast. So let's go. Uh, First of all, I would like to give a shout out to listener Lillian. Thank you, Lillian. Love you for alerting me that some of my previous episodes were having a bit of a technical glitch, episodes 9 through 12. So, happy to report I was able to fix that and re-upload them so they're back and available again. Appreciate the help with that. And is anyone surprised? Here I'm just trying to figure out a podcast by myself and there was a glitch. I'm not surprised. (laughs) But I'm excited I figured it out and re-uploaded them so they're back and available for you. And we're moving on. But thank you Lillian for letting me know I have a new check in place to make sure that doesn't happen again. So we'll see what comes up next with the podcast, but just learning as I go, people. Thank you for your patience. Uh, Also today, wanted to let you know another thing I'm working on with the podcast is I know I'm getting requests like I need some intro and outro music on the podcast. I was like, yes, I agree. And uh, I've been looking for some sort of royalty-free MP3 to learn how to fit it in the intro and outro. So working on that. But it hit me today when I saw a video from Mel Robbins, who, by the way, an encouraging follow if you aren't following Mel Robbins, super encouraging, all about her high five habit and her five, four, three, two, one. So if you need some encouragement today, she's great. But what she had said today was, and it's so true, I was like, oh, such wisdom. People really want to help us with things more than we know. And sometimes we're too afraid to reach out and ask for help. But it is always surprising you reach out to, to ask for some sort of help and just all kinds of people come forward and want to help you. And I myself feel the same. If someone needs help somewhere, of course I want to help them, um, certainly with weight loss, but with a million other things. So by all means, her uh, request for us today was to reach out to someone and ask for help with something. I was like, what a great idea to practice this. So I have a dear beloved friend from high school who's a DJ, 
Do you think I could reach out to him and ask for some help with figuring out uh, how to find some really cool royalty-free music for my podcast? Uh, why haven't I done that? So I'm committing to reaching out to him today to ask for some help. So hopefully we'll get that in there soon and we'll have some intro and outro music and just jazz it all up. So today I realized when I recorded the last podcast, which was entitled Sometimes the Little Things Are the Big Things, that after I recorded the podcast, not surprisingly, I had so much more to say. You know, that happens. You're like, oh, I should have said this. And oh, now I'm thinking this. And oh, now I wonder if they think this. So totally normal <laughs> to have those thoughts after you post something. Uh, now I'm writing them down. And I just thought about it all week. I'm like, oh, I just want to go a little deeper with that concept. So that's what we're going to talk about today, which is what if this is just too hard or if it seems too easy for me? So I've noticed in talking to clients and doing consults and just generally talking to people around me that everybody is sort of on a spectrum with this. Uh, so it's not like an all or nothing thing, but people seem to fall into two different camps. And when we start talking about these concepts about losing weight or whatever else it is they have going on, they're either completely overwhelmed and shut down or... They feel like they're an expert with all of this, but they just can't figure out why they're not doing the things they know they need to do. I mean, and or some combination of both, which I myself raises hand right here. If you could see me, you could see me raising my hand. 100% was like flip-flopping between. I'm completely overwhelmed. I can't figure this out. And, but I know all this and I need something harder to do than what the expert quote unquote people are telling me to do. So I thought, let's slow down with that just a little bit and look at it from both angles. Either everything is too hard or what you're telling me, Valerie, is way too easy. So with regard to last week and go back and listen to that, too, you might find some nugget in there for yourself. Uh, one of the first things I talked about, which is so crucial, I'm going to keep saying it, is drinking water. Could we please do some hydration, people. So critical to weight loss. So critical to our bodily function. So basic. But you know, I find that people are really overwhelmed with the concept of making sure to drink their water. And I have enjoyed water, so it hasn't been as big of an issue for me, but certainly all around me, people are struggling to drink their water. So if you feel overwhelmed just by the concept of drinking water, I just send you all the love in the world. And let's talk about maybe some options for that. So the first thing that came to my mind, if I wasn't able to drink water and didn't love it, I thought, could I get like a water bottle I like? Could I get one of those fun water bottles in a color that I like? So it kind of made me smile when I looked at it and made me smile to fill it up. You know, they have those water bottles now. You can order them on Amazon where it tells you the time of the day. So you should have had this much water by this time of the day. Uh, and those could be fun in a fun color. So I'm like, how could we make water drinking a little more fun? And or how could we just chug some water? Get up in the morning and just chug. I heard somebody recently speaking about like having a quote, like a chug method. 
you know, I just four times a day, I just chug some water. <laughs> I'm like, okay, well, if that is working for you, that sounds like a great idea too. So like, how could we make it easier? How could you find a way? I know that during the winter, I was just speaking to a client about this too. During the winter, sometimes it's harder to want to drink water. Completely understand that. And I have a really interesting habit, which I learned from a dear friend, which was to drink hot water. Did you know you can just drink hot water? Maybe you love tea or coffee, which certainly I do love both. But first thing in the morning when I need some water and it's the colder time of the year, did you know you can just heat up water and drink some warm water? And sometimes that's maybe more palatable to get it down. And I literally just drink plain hot water every day. Who'd have thunk? Might be the weirdest thing you ever heard in your life. But I drink warm and hot water every day, especially during the colder months of the year. So I just wanted to trot that out there. Do any of those feel like they could work for you to make it a little easier and just put your own brain to work on how can I make it easier to drink water? How could I put a cup strategically in a place where I'll see it? How could I find an easier way to do this with the water? So just wanted to throw that out there if you feel like just even drinking water seems too much right now. And then what if you're in the other camp, which is, okay, that's too easy. Let's go to the next thing. Because, oh, I find a lot of people that are like, yes, 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 blah, blah, water and sleep. But what else you got? And isn't that interesting and totally normal? Again, the brain wants to do that. It just wants to keep moving on to the next thing. It thinks we have that all dialed in. But can we just pause for a moment to think, do we really? Do we really have that dialed in? Do we really have a solid habit with water? So if you do have a solid water habit, I feel like that is an area I'm pretty strong in. Great. Good for you. But are we absolutely sure or have we moved on to something else that we think might be harder and forsaken the fact that we need to really get some water? And we really, like I said last time, learned this about just having your urine be a light yellow color, not white, but not bright yellow. Are we really there? Uh, are we just moving on, you know, trying to do something that's a little harder than water? So that was my, if it's too hard or too easy on water. So now let's talk about if it seems too hard or too easy about getting our sleep. Because for sure, sleep is always something I'm going to be working on. And I feel like I love the sleep habit too. I'm doing pretty well with my sleep, but there are days. There are days I just don't sleep. So I always invite the people that seem completely overwhelmed, like it's impossible to get some sleep. Uh, I mean, first of all, if you're in a really difficult season, uh, just give yourself grace there if you have small children or you're taking care of elderly parents or whatever season you might be in, uh, work crazy thing going on or something with school, whatever it is, by all means, there is so much grace for you because we have seasons where we're probably not gonna get as much sleep as we would like to. But is there a way to just do a tiny little switch up where we go to bed just five minutes earlier, three minutes earlier, a minute earlier, and lay in bed for 60 seconds and just take some deep breaths and try to get the slightest amount of more rest. And in the morning, could we set the alarm five minutes later? Could we set it one minute later? I don't care how tiny like of a place you start. In fact, I encourage 
the 1% rule, as you'll hear me talk about atomic habits and tiny habits and the 1% rule, it all compounds and just the smallest little tweaks can make a monumental difference. I mean, if you really sat or lay down in bed for 60 extra seconds and just took some deep breaths, I promise you over time, that habit, you would just seek great, you would receive great results is what I'm saying. So could we find a way if you're completely overwhelmed with sleep to just find a few extra minutes, a few minutes to just take a minute during the day and take some breaths? There's got to be a way we can rest our bodies just slightly more. And I promise it'll build on itself over time. Uh, If you need some more help with that one or some more ideas, I'm all in. So please message me. I would love to talk to you more about that because I know sleep can be so challenging. And then, of course, the more tired you are, the more stressed out you are because you're tired. And you wake up in the middle of the night and you're stressed out because you're not sleeping. And all those things just add up. But I know there's a way we could help with the sleeping and just get ourselves a little more rest. And if you're wrestling with that, help, let me help you wrestle through that one. would love to talk to you about it. But then what if you're on the other side and you're like, yeah, 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 I got it. The rest. Got it. I got it down. What else you got for me? So I love that one, too, because people are so quick to be like, no, no, I know all that. What else you got? And totally normal, like I said, again, totally the brain's way of operating to just want you to work on the next, you know, thing, not wanting you to really slow down with no, am I really getting enough sleep? Is there any way I could improve this? Because I'm telling you, water and sleep, just such a foundational, critical element to weight loss, uh, to stress reduction, to so many bodily function things your hormones, all the things. So if you just can't slow down with those two and you just keep wanting to move past them, but you don't really have those dialed in, I just want to ask if you could reconsider, have I taken enough time with both of those two? And am I definitely getting enough water and sleep, whether I'm overwhelmed about it or feel like that's just too easy? So next up, let's talk about eating according to the clock. Because boy, have I talked to a lot of people who are, oh, I can only eat at these certain times. Um, It just can be such a situation with life. I know things come up. There's, you know, I have only have a break at this time. I'm seeing patients today, so I can't stop to eat at any time that I want to. But again, if that one just completely overwhelms you and shuts you down, Is there even one meal that we could work on? Just one meal, like maybe just breakfast. Could we try to find a way to eat it when we're actually hungry and not before? And then I'm going to say this a zillion times. But when I say when we're hungry, that never, never, never means I'm over hungry or I'm hangry, you know, angry because I'm so hungry. So 100%, I always want us to be eating when we're hungry but I mean just slightly hungry. I'm just like physically noticing symptoms in my body telling me that I need some actual food. So it's such an ingrained habit for us to eat according to a clock that I just invite you, if that seems too overwhelming for you to explore, maybe just you take one meal or maybe you just take it one day out of the week and you just do an experiment 
about could I really wait to eat until I'm hungry? You know, hunger's not an emergency. We will always have access to food. I'm so grateful to say at this time, food is readily available. Anything could happen in the future, but today we have food. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you have an iPhone or a computer, you probably have access to food. I'm so grateful for that. But could we just really slow things down for one day, for one meal, for one meal, one day out of a week? Could you just do an experiment with yourself about, let me just try this one time to see what happens if I wait until I'm hungry to eat and I don't eat according to a clock. And then again, what if you're the person that's like, yeah, 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 I know, I'm eating when I'm hungry, got it. What else you got? Such a normal response. But really, are we really dialed into that? Have we definitely reeled ourselves in to where we're only eating according to hunger signals and not according to a clock, could you just ask yourself, is there any area that I could really improve? Is there any meal? Is there any situation? Maybe you eat in a in a manner where maybe you're going out to dinner with people and you weren't really hungry. Maybe you ate lunch late. But are we eating because we're with the people? Like, got to go ahead and eat even though we're not really hungry. Would it be okay for you to eat a few less bites because you're just not really hungry at this time? And then wait to eat until you're actually hungry. I mean, there's a million ways we could explore this. So I just ask you this week if you would look into that with yourself. Are there any areas where you feel like you're eating according to the clock and not because you're actually hungry? So then let's talk about eating to turn off emotions. So something I know I'm still working on, I mean, I don't think I'll ever have this one mastered. I feel really confident in this area, but every once in a while, something's going to pop up where I find myself eating and not just because I'm trying to quiet difficult emotions, but sometimes for me, it's to just ramp down good emotions like I'm so excited like let's go out and celebrate I just got a promotion I have something really fun happening we're celebrating something fun and maybe I'm eating more or past my full signal because I'm just celebrating so if you feel like you're eating to turn off emotions I know that one can sound overwhelming like oh no Valerie I cannot even go there at the moment Okay, well then let's not go there at the moment. Let's just look for the lower hanging fruit with the sleep and the water and whatever else you feel like you can work on right now. Like let's just always be finding the lowest hanging fruit. Uh, Is there one sort of emotion that isn't so, so, so triggering for you that you can work on maybe not eating around, you know, maybe it's not the deepest, darkest emotion you have going on, but maybe it's an easier one that you can just sort of, I'm going to keep saying do an experiment because that sort of takes the pressure off. But I know we all have areas that we may or may not be eating to turn up or down emotions because I know I myself was always trying to be so even keel and so low maintenance that this was a lot of why I was eating around things to keep myself at sort of this neutral level. But, you know, I'm not always at a neutral level. You know, I have difficult emotions sometimes, and I have super excited emotions sometimes. And that's okay. It's normal. We all have that. 
So I just wanted to ask if you feel super overwhelmed by the thought of the of exploring the fact that you're eating to turn off your emotions, that is there any small way we could just at least tune into it? Even if you notice you're doing it and you go ahead and you eat when you are having an emotion, but you watch yourself and then maybe after the emotion passes, you're able to explore more. Why did I do that? What was going on there? And then if you're one of my, I got all that, blah, 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 keep going, people, same thing. Really, do we all have that? Because I feel like an expert in weight loss. I feel like an expert in all of this. I have so much that I can't wait to share with you about all of this. But I, too, every once in a while, find myself going unconscious to what's going on in my head and heart and find myself eating past full to turn off or on specific emotions. So I don't know that anyone will have this mastered forever. If you do, please tell me, like teach me. I would love to sit at your feet and learn more about this. But where I'm at right now is just for us not to keep trying to fly past this to the next thing, but to really slow down with no, do I really have this dialed in? Because we're human and we all make mistakes and it's normal to still have areas we want to work on but can we not just keep flying on to the next thing? So the final thing that I wanted to talk about and just really take a little bit of a deeper dive with the, I'm either overwhelmed by this, it's too hard, or this seems too easy, is the unconscious eating, of which I think was one of my personal biggest areas of struggle, was I wasn't even really aware of what I was eating. I literally would go into an actual fog and just be in my head while I was eating and not even focused on the food I was eating. So you're always going to find me being just a massive proponent of the mindful eating. I know how tempting it is to be eating while you're in the car and you're driving somewhere or you're listening to a podcast or you're watching Netflix or you're watching videos, you're TikToking, you're Instagramming, whatever you're doing while you're eating. And I get it. There's like a double dopamine hit that you get from the enjoyment of the food and the enjoyment of Netflix. And I've had so many people tell me, oh, no, I don't want to stop that. Like, I love my habit of eating in front of the TV. I love my habit of scrolling through Instagram or Facebook while I'm eating. And although I hear you and I share that, because of course it's fun to do both, could we just slow down even again for one meal and just try it out, what it feels like to actually just eat your food while you're eating your food? Because I'm so excited to get to tell you that the food actually tastes better when we're really tuned into what we're eating. Sometimes I feel like you're missing out on some joy of eating and maybe watching a video when you're not doing either fully engaged. You know, if we're doing both things at the same time, I don't feel like we get the optimal enjoyment out of both those things. So this was something I, well, this will be a whole podcast about unconscious eating but I was really checked out with my eating a lot of the time. And honestly, that's why I would eat past my hunger signals 
was because I was completely either in my head thinking about something or worrying about something or just processing the things that were happening during my day. And I was missing out on the food, which was delicious. And then have you ever had that experience where you ate your whole meal and then you look down and you're like, oh, I didn't even, I didn't even taste that. And then you're actually still hungry because you weren't even really focused in eating what you were eating. So now if you're someone that has never had that experience, doesn't even know what I'm talking about, that is awesome. But I have for sure had the experience where I ate my whole bowl of food and I, it's like I missed it. So let's not miss it. And again, this is like a big practice. I mean, it's taken me some years to get to this. But could we just find one meal, one time, one day a week where we just slow down and really do some conscious eating so we can really enjoy it? So if you're on the other side of the spectrum where you're like, oh, I never do that. I'm fully engaged, completely mindful eating 100% of the time. Well, then awesome. You're probably at your goal weight unless you're not. And then maybe (laughs) there's some work we can still do. So, so many things to say about, and my heart goes out to both sides of this coin, but I understand the overwhelm and could we just find some low hanging fruit? And I also understand the, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to go on to the next thing because I love to learn new things about all this. So I am with you too. Like my heart goes out to both sides. I've been on both sides. I probably will always be one foot on one camp, one foot on the other. It's definitely a spectrum. And then there's different seasons of my life because of what's going on in my life where I might slip more into one side than the other. It's totally normal. So just want to normalize that for you too. And then for the action this week, which I always want us, of course, to be taking an action. I just want to say it for the 10th time, but I mean it from my heart. Could we just find the lowest hanging fruit in this area? Any of these areas, just pick one and find the lowest hanging fruit to find the easiest thing that we feel like we could do and not the hardest thing. And then if we're on the other side of the coin where we're always trying to find the hardest thing to do, could we maybe find something easier to do or to look at just one of these things at a time this week? Could we be keeping it humble that there might be some area we could still dig into a little bit more? Do we really have it dialed in? Because I know I don't. So could we ask ourselves, do we really have every area dialed in? Is there anything else we could work on? And what is that one area that I could explore this week before flying off to the next thing? So for all my people overwhelmed, I love you. I'm cheering for you. I'm here for you. Reach out to me if there's anything I can do to help you. And for all my people that are grinder type A on the other side of the spectrum, man, I'm here for you too. Let's wrestle through those deep things. I am all about it. So I love you guys. I look forward to talking to you again next week. Go out there and make it an awesome week. Sending you all the hugs. Talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the So Far So Good Coaching Podcast. It has been my absolute joy to have you with me. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review. Let's build a community and you can help this effort by taking just a moment to give us the best rating so that others can find us and join us on the journey. Please be in touch with me at my website, which is sofarsogoodcoaching.com. 
would love to hear from you on Instagram as well, which is at so far so good coaching. See you next time. Until then, let's take our lives so far and make them so good. <laughs>